Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are ready for another episode that I hope that inspires and encourages you to go on and have another great week. I hope that you're enjoying these episodes, and if you are, I really would love it if you would go into iTunes, subscribe, leave a comment, and rate us. And my hope is that in the future, I'll start reading some of you all's comments. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the feedback and please be honest. I hope it's good feedback, but please be honest as I really want to know what you all think, what you would like to hear. If you have any recommendations for topics you would like for me to talk about, you can always go on my Instagram. It's LaShonda McLaurin and shoot me a message or comment up under one of my pictures and let me know what you would like to hear me talk about. Um, Yeah. So today we're going to talk about something that I think most of us have experience and if not you're probably going to experience and that is asking the big question of why am I here a lot of us spend so much of our lives trying to find our passion and purpose and today I want to inspire you to find your passion and live with purpose and I'm going to break this episode down into two parts and the first part I'm going to talk about how to find your passion And I'm going to give you a few tips on how to do that. It's something I've done a lot of research on. I had to spend a lot of time doing because it's something that I was really confused about for a while. Um, But I think I kind of got it now. So I want to share with you guys how to find your passion. And then after that, I want to talk about how to turn your passion into your purpose and talk about how they're not always the same thing. They're not exactly passion and purpose are two different things. And a lot of people use them interchangeably, but I've learned that they're not the same thing. So we're going to talk about how to take your passion and live with purpose. So like I said before, most of us spend much of our lives trying to find our passion, asking ourselves, why are we here? What are we supposed to be doing? And these are the questions that I have asked myself over and over for years trying to figure out. And most of us, when we think about our passion, we do think about our career. Um, In this episode, I'm I'm going to be focusing more so on the career side, knowing that that for myself personally, my career is not my only passion. You know, God, my family, those are things that I'm very passionate about. But in this episode, I'm talking about mostly career because that's what a question is asked the most. So I came up with a couple of different things that I've noticed over time with me finding my passion. So Let me give you a little bit of backstory, as y'all know I love to do, about how I was able to find my passion. So like most of us, we have to decide what it is that we want to do with the rest of our lives at the age of 18. When we go to college, we are expected to pick a major, to go to school for four years or however long we go to school, and That decision that we make at age 18 is going to basically determine what path we go on for the rest of our lives. And unfortunately, many of us make that decision not really knowing what it is that we we really want to do and whether we, we will really like it or not. So I chose psychology 
I got my bachelor's degree in psychology. And afterwards, um, surprise, I was not able to get a job in psychology. Nobody told me (laughs) that there's not much you can do with a bachelor's in psychology. You really need to go to graduate school and continue your education before you can do something in the field. So I worked odd jobs. I worked at a daycare for several months after graduating from school. It wasn't my cup of tea, but hey, I needed a job. I had I had rent to pay and I need income. So that's what I did. I worked in daycare and then I worked for the Department of Social Services, um, working in child protective services, which was extremely stressful as a social worker. And then I also worked in um the food and nutrition department, also known as food stamps in that department. So I did a lot of different things before I decided to go back to school and get my master's degree in counseling. And that's when I kind of started to hone in on what it is that I like to do. Counseling is very broad. So it wasn't until I got experience in the field that I was able to really dial into my passion and see that I had a passion and desire for working with women and helping them overcome anxiety and fear and worry and really reach their personal and professional goals. So that's how I got down um, the path of finding my passion. That led me to starting my business, which then led me to start the podcast. And that brings us here to me doing what I feel like is living out my purpose and fulfilling my passion. So let me give you a few tips to help you see how you can get there. If you're not there yet, We're going to work on it together, okay? So the first thing that I learned in my journey that I want to let you know about finding your passion is to keep it simple. You know, I recall listening to an interview by the late and amazing Maya Angelou. I just absolutely love her. I can sit and watch interviews and videos and stuff on Maya Angelou all day long. But I was watching one of um, Oprah's masterclasses and... My Angelos is my absolute favorite. And she was discussing how she came to learn what she was passionate about early on in life. And she simply said, I love to dance. So I became a dancer. She said she loved to read poetry. So she became a poet. She liked to sing. So she sang, but she didn't sing for long because she later learned that that wasn't her passion. But we're going to talk about that more later. And I heard her say that and I thought to myself, could it really be that simple? Could it really be as simple as saying, I like to do this, so I'm going to be that. So I asked myself, okay, well, what do I love to do? Well, I like to spend time with my family. I like to eat. I like to sleep and I like to talk. So that was a very easy answer for me. It's very clear what I love to do. So eat, sleep and talk and spend time with my family. Um, Well, I knew I didn't want to be a chef, even though I love to eat. But, you know, being a chef just wasn't my thing. And I couldn't see how I could make a career out of sleeping. So I thought about, well, what can I do with my love of talking? So I decided to make my words worthwhile, to use my words and my voice to teach and help others. And that led to me discovering my passion for helping others, teaching others and working with others through counseling and coaching. So that simple discovery of I like to talk. Let's see what I can do with that. So you have to ask yourself, what is it in its simplest form that you like to do? Whether it's I love animals or I love being with children or I love to teach people stuff or I love to dance or I love to write. Whatever it is at its simplest form when you just say to yourself, plain and simple, what could I spend all day doing? I could literally spend all day talking. (laughs) I think I get that from my dad. He's a talker also. 
I really, really love to talk. So break it down at simplest form and see what can I do with this? So that's step one. The next thing that I learned is to forget about the money. Mm, I'm sure I'm getting a lot of eye rolls with this one, but hear me out. Once you found that thing that you love, ask yourself, could I do this thing without getting paid for a period of time? If the answer is no, this may not be your passion. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? We all hope that we can make some money from our passion, but money shouldn't be the main motivator. Many of us go to college and enter into careers because we want to make a certain amount of money. I didn't do that clearly (laughs) by going into psychology. But anyway, many of us do that, you know, thinking about making a certain amount of money. And then we quickly learn that we've made a mistake because soon the money isn't enough to keep us happy. Um, There are plenty of clients and plenty of people that I know who have gone to school to be lawyers or accountants or social workers or whatever it was because they thought about how much money they can make. They looked it up before they started school because again, we're young, we're 18. We don't quite know exactly what life is really all about yet. So we're looking at the dollar signs, like how much money I'm going to get for doing this. And once they get into the field, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And money isn't enough to make me stay here. And they become unhappy and the desire to have something that they're passionate about begins to take over and they begin to search for the things that they love. So think about that. Would you do this thing that you say you love without getting paid for a certain amount of time? Of course, temporarily, because we want to learn how to take our passion and translate it into something that we can, you know, live off of. But if you can say to yourself, yes, yes, I can do this for a little while without getting paid because I love it that much, then I think you may be on the right track. The next thing I learned is to be self-aware. When I began to hone in on my passion, a tell sign was that I began to spend a lot of time researching the field. I spent more and more time reading articles, reading books, listening to podcasts on the internet all day, searching at different websites, looking at different people that had the same interests as me or who were doing what I wanted to do. I eventually became aware that I was spending a lot of my time thinking about this thing, that I would go to bed thinking about it, that I would wake up thinking about it, I daydream about it, when I should be doing other stuff probably, I was spending more time reading blogs and different topics about the thing I was interested in. I was doing more of that than I was being on social media and that was a big deal for me. (laughs) So by becoming self-aware and realizing what I was putting a lot of my time into, it helped me to realize that this may be something that was important to me. So I need to take some time and evaluate what I wanted to do with this. So I recommend that you take inventory of your time and see what do you spend most of your time thinking about? Now, this is twofold. First, see what you're spending a lot of your time thinking about. And then if you realize that you're spending a lot of time doing something that's not worthwhile or helping you fulfill your purpose in life, then it may be time to make some changes. But the hope is that you're spending your time thinking about things that are going to really better your future and lead you towards your your passion. And lastly, you have to try it out. This is a critical step and is one of the reasons why it takes some of us many, many years to figure out our passion. It's trial and error, y'all. So let's go back to Maya Angelou. 
she realized that she was not a singer. She didn't want to be a singer. But she realized that after she spent a lot of time traveling and singing in plays and shows, she spent time and put in time and effort and money into doing this thing. And then she realized this is not for me. So she stopped doing it. And again, for many of us, we go to college. We're in school for four years. We get out into the field. We do the job. We try it. And then from there, we have to adjust and try some more. This is a process. And so give yourself some time to try something that you love and see if it's something you want to put your time and energy into. Don't get hung up on yourself if you're saying, man, I've been in this field for 10 years now. Can I really switch? Yeah, you may not be able to do your passion as your full-time job, but you may be able to start it out as a side hustle. It may be a hobby that you can do for a while, but you have to try it out. So now that you found your passion by keeping it simple, forgetting about the money, being self-aware, and then trying it out, now it's time to see if this passion is connected to your purpose. Purpose and passion are not the same thing. Passion is an emotion. It's something that we love. It's something that we care about. It's something that we really, really like. Purpose, on the other hand, is the reason in which something is done or what it was created for. Purpose isn't for us. It's for somebody else. So in my case, my purpose is to give God glory. So I have to figure out as a Christian woman, how do I take my passion, what I love, and translate it into giving God the glory. So the first step in doing that is to pray and ask God to guide me. Like you have to pray and ask God to guide you. First of all, guide your passions because there are things that we can be passionate about that we shouldn't be. So we have to pray and ask God to guide us when it comes to our works and our desires and see if your passion is something that can contribute to your purpose. So I use myself for an example. Once I found my passion, I had to figure out how can I give God glory in this in this case. Now, counseling is a field where we help people all the time. And in my opinion, I'm sure that God is pleased with the fact that counselors are here to help make people mentally stronger and help them fulfill their 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 purpose in life. For me, I had to take it a step further when I feel like God was asking me to specifically give him glory. So Part of that was starting this podcast was to share his word and share my experiences with other people to encourage and inspire them on their journey in Christ. So you have to ask yourself, how can you turn your passion into your purpose? So whether you are a teacher, how are you going to be able to translate that and give God glory? I know being a teacher and working with students is such a fulfilling thing and it's a calling from God in itself. But how can you take that a step further? Are you going to be able to teach in Sunday school, maybe, or teach Bible study? If you are are a musician, are you able to play in church or play songs or write songs that uplift God? If you are a lawyer or a doctor, what is it that you can do to turn your passion into a purpose to really make the world a better place overall? So, you know, I love to give you guys resources and I recently read a plan on the Bible app called What's God's Purpose by Abide. It's a three day plan. So you can just go on the Bible app and type in What's God's Purpose and it should come up. It was a really good plan that gave some good scriptures and um, just an overall good view about how to hone in on what your purpose is. And then there's also the very, very popular and famous The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren that I read many, many years ago that is just there to kind of help you figure out why we're here and how can you live in your purpose. 
Guys, this podcast is all purpose. <laughs> so it was not my plan to even to to start the podcast one that was a whole thing and then to label this podcast as a Christian podcast was definitely not my plan. I had plans to list this buddy, list this thing in the self-help category, but I felt like I had to be authentic and true to the person that gave me this plan in the first place. So that's why I listed it in the Christianity category in iTunes. But that wasn't my plan, okay? So sometimes living out our, our purpose, we have to do things that we don't plan to do. You can follow all those tips that I gave earlier about finding your passion. But if God says something different when it comes to your purpose, then you just have to move on that. And that's just how it goes. You know, he works in mysterious ways, but it's always for the purpose of giving him glory. And it's always for our good. So I hope that this episode encouraged and inspired you to find your passion. But most importantly, I hope that it inspired you to live out your purpose and do what it is that God has planned for your life, which I'm sure is great and bigger than you could have ever imagined. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Well, that's it for today's episode guys i really really hope that you enjoyed it and i hope that you guys start working on finding your passion and living out your purpose now um leave me a comment in my instagram or leave me a review on itunes i would love to hear your thoughts and what you have to say and as always for the show notes visit inspiringwomenweekly.com <laughs>